this program, you're all in, you're all in. God is all in on our side. So today, we want to talk about something that I'm very excited about. The Lord brought me back to um, uh, a sign in the sky that I saw some years ago, and he gave me a prophetic word about this sign, and I believe it's for today. I believe it's for what's happening in the world today, and that is that there is a divine intersection ahead. <laughs> That's exciting. There's a divine intersection, not just any old intersection, not just any old happening thing, but there's a divine intersection ahead. And so we're going to talk about that today. You know, everybody wants to know uh, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen next month, what's going to happen before the end of the year. That's the eternal question. What's going to happen? <laughs> So, I want to take you to Joshua 3. Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Now, you've got to, you know, picture the scene. <laughs> Joshua, you know, was a new leader, and he was about to take the people into the promised land, but first they had, to, they had to cross this massive river in flood stage. There was uncertainty. Uh, all things looked impossible. So in this, this teaching and in the next two, we're doing three interrelated teachings and we'll be using Joshua and this crossing, this intersection, as a, as a common thread in each one. So he said, consecrate yourselves because the Lord's going to do wonders. Well, all they could see was, was impossibilities. But they were about to in, enter into unknowingly. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen either tomorrow. But unknowingly, they were about to enter into a higher place, a, another place in God, a new dimension, a new realm, a new spiritual fulfillment out of slavery in Egypt and then in the wilderness. And God is trying to teach them that they don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of his mouth. And so now here's Joshua in the cataclysmic uh, time after the death of Moses, and he's got to lead them in a way that they've never passed before, and it's a crossroads. It's an intersection. It's, it's, as they cross it, there's the further development of the king, kingdom. We can say that throughout history in the Bible, there was a progressive development of the kingdom of heaven. And so John the Baptist proclaimed it many, many, many centuries later. He said, well, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is coming. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And, you know, repent. What does repent have to do with the kingdom of heaven? So then in Matthew 4, 17, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, 
for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The children of Israel were about to go into the promised land. They didn't know what that was. They just knew something had to be better. <laughs> so now, now John the Baptist and Jesus, they're saying, before you do this, because this is at hand, before this happens, tomorrow, repent. Jesus is the cornerstone of a spiritual, supernatural house, kingdom, that God is building. Not apostolic networks, not denominations. It's a supernatural house of the Spirit within us in the hearts of His people. The kingdom of heaven is within you. So we, like the children of Israel, we are at a divine intersection. I once heard of a conference called Kingdom Convergence. Well, it's a conver an intersection is a convergence. And so the kingdom right now is rapidly approaching uh, just such an occurrence. I can feel its imminent arrival. We've been hearing other prophets and, and people prophesying this for some years now. What is it? What does it mean? Well, I have a book, Kingdom Alignment, and I wrote it as a prophetic voice maybe six years ago. And this book talks about the kingdom. It talks about aligning with the kingdom. That's what, that's what John the Baptist meant. That's what Jesus meant. Repent. Align yourself with this new kingdom. So the vision that I saw, the sign in the heavens, one January night, Richard and I were out in our backyard. It was a clear sky, brilliant, brilliant, bright, full moon. The sky looked transparent. And as I looked at the sky... I saw that there were two jet streams at right angles to one another. And they were like converging, crossing one another. And there was one main stream and then another one that intersected it. And it was so strong that it was almost shocking. And, you know, I'm not one that when the salt doesn't come out, I get some kind of prophetic word. I mean, I'm not a woo-woo way out there person. But I knew in my knower, I knew that it was a sign. And so I began to ask the Lord, you know, what do you want to say through this? And so as I watched, obviously the main highway at first appeared, it was like tight. And then the way jet streams do is you watch, the main one begin to kind of spread out and become stronger as it was approaching the intersection. And this continued for several minutes. So now you and I in in the thoughts of intersection, when we think of one, especially um, we think of something's coming, we're coming to this intersection and we're going to have to make a decision. If we're, if we're uncertain already, we think, oh no, I'm going the wrong way, I'm going to make a wrong, I'm going to make a wrong choice. Well, as I kept watching and I kept asking the Lord, you know how it is when you ask the Lord something and, and you, 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 you hear silence, <laughs> and he says, well, you know, he's going to talk, but he's not ready yet, and so I watched, and I could hear this silence of the Lord, and then he said, just observe. He was kind of saying, we'll talk about this later, just observe. So we went in, and, and I, was, I was getting ready to go to bed, and I'd been reading this book by Frank Damasio called Miracles, and it was kind of, you know, it kind of jumped off the shelf one day, <laughs> And so I had been just, I started at the back, and I was just kind of thumbing through it the, the times that I had looked at it. 
And so I sat down to go to bed, and, and the Lord said, why don't you start at the beginning? And I thought, okay. So I turned to the first chapter, and the first words, this is after seeing the sign in the sky, the first words that I read as, 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 we, we, uh, as I was looking at this book is, God's intersection when you, when you come to an intersection while driving, you proceed with caution, obviously, which is what I already knew. But he says God's intersection is just the opposite. He says as you move through life, God wants you to collide with his power. He will intercept and capture you in order to put a miracle in your path. Now, that's what Joshua said, remember. Tomorrow, tomorrow, the Lord will do miracles, wonders, in, in, your, in, in you. So he said, so the Lord began to speak to me about this and the next page says the definition of a miracle is a supernatural manifestation of divine power in the external world. A special revelation of the presence and power of God. Frank Damasio says your life should be a demonstration of the supernatural power of God in the external world. Amen. So these words should describe our kingdom life. Miraculous, wonderful, a surprising event, marvelous, phenomenon, a stunner, a supernatural occurrence, amazing, astonishing, astounding, spectacular, superhuman, unbelievable, unnatural, unreal, wonder-working. People of the kingdom need to be living in that realm, not in fear and terror and apprehension and, and, and a, a stage of just continuing fright. <laughs> supernatural we're talking here, the supernatural realm of the Lord. So I sought the Lord about the vision. I continued, and the Lord said to me, and this is where the prophetic word began, you are approaching the intersection of my power. You are approaching my light. I will collide you with my light and I will collide you with my glory. You are about to be intersected by me, says the Lord. Now, you and I, that's our heart. That's our prayer, those of us who know the Lord. And as I thought about that, I realized, as Frank Damasio said in this book, Divine intersections are completely different from natural ones. They're totally different. This is not something we can mess up. This is not something that, that, that we can avoid. It's not something we have to pray about or, or even believe for because no human effort can bring this to pass. This is something God already thought about before we ever even knew to pray for it, although we do partner with him. And we have had revival on our heart. We have had divine intersection on our heart. But this is something that's been on God's heart all along. This is not something that we thought of as our idea and we prayed and fasted for it. So the Lord continued to speak to me. He said, this was my plan all along. Not your idea, but my idea. And I am perfectly capable of bringing to pass my purpose. We need to understand that in this uncertain, challenging, unprecedented time. God is perfectly capable of bringing about his purpose. God isn't going to be derailed by what's happening in this world. He's not going to be derailed by it. 
impossible. He's too big. He is going to intersect this world with his glory. He's going to manifest himself in front of his people. He's going to manifest his glory. And so I was watching in my spirit. And the Lord continued in a video vision. Have you ever had a video vision? The sign in the sky that I had originally seen began to play again. And as I was watching this highway approaching the intersection of the Lord, I saw many people on this road. And I noticed that some of them were falling. They, they, they had just been killed. Their hearts were crushed. They were deep in disappointment that they, that they couldn't get up. They, they knew that they should. They wanted to, but they, they just felt like they'd been killed. They knew that the voice of the Lord was speaking to them, but they were so near death that they couldn't move. There are many in this place in this hour because they've seen what's happening and they can't handle it. It's directly affecting them through the death of loved ones, through the sickness of loved ones. We are seeing unprecedented things. But I was watching this intersection and the, and the roadway began to move. And I was saying to the Lord, what's going to happen? They can't get up. They're going to miss this. And then I saw that it was moving like an automated walkway at an airport. And some began to get up, actually, and jump, and they began to run toward the intersection ahead. And I realized it was because they could hear the sound of the Lord. I just love that, the sound of the Lord. In Genesis, it said they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the cool of the day. The Lord has a sound. And we're about to hear that sound. I was in a recent prayer meeting and we were praying and someone was playing on one of those Indian type flutes and I began to sing. The ground is singing. Listen. Listen to the song of the earth as it's being redeemed. Let the earth rejoice and the trees clap their hands at the presence of the king. Psalm 114.7 says, Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. The earth was beginning to vibrate. The mountains begin to quake at the presence of the Lord. The king is coming. We're approaching an intersection with the king. And the king is coming and the ground is beginning to vibrate with his resonance. It's beginning to vibrate with his harmony. It's beginning to sing. Even the dead shall sing. Even the dead shall live again. Even that which was given no hope, no way that this is ever going to change. It's going to begin to sing at the presence of the Lord. The people whose hope is lost, who feel like they're cut off, you will sing again. I'm telling you, you will sing again. Even against its will, even against your will, when you're saying, my hope is cut off. That's in the Bible. Remember the people in, in Ezekiel, our hope is cut off. People are saying that today, our hope is cut off. But I'm saying that this region, this earth, this nation, the nations of the earth will begin to vibrate at the coming of the king. So as I watched the highway begin to move and the people were projected now. They were running and they were projected into the intersection. Now i got to tell you, they weren't all holy. This is not just holy people that all know the Lord. You know, what did Jesus do? 
Jesus went into the highways and the byways to the sinners. He sat down with the sinners. And so sinners are going to intersect into that glory realm. Some of them will be in stretchers and all of a sudden they're going to be intersected by glory. They're in great sin. They'll be intersected by glory. The profane of the world will begin to burst into the holy way, the holy way, and be transformed. The vilest people you've ever known, many of them are going to be blasted into glory. Get ready. They're going to be blasted into glory. Some of them that have done the most shocking things that you and I would say are beyond redemption, they're going to be blasted into glory. God will take the sinner in the prison cell and intercept him right before he hangs himself. I, I knew someone like that when he was 17 years old. He was in a prison cell. He had been in every vile thing, every drug you ever knew. He was standing on a stool about to hang himself and Jesus walked into his cell. I'm telling you, there's going to be an intersection, a divine intersection that's going to happen. Now, there is a preparation. There is a preparation for this meeting of the Lord. You and I must understand that Joshua said, consecrate yourselves because there is about to be wonders done in your midst. I'm telling you that we're about to see wonders begin to happen. We're about to see wonders and signs and miracles happen. And it's going to happen like the old revivals where the people were out in the, the, the streets and they had this compulsion. You know, you've heard these stories. They had these, this compulsion to drive to, to down the street and they come to this church. They get out. They don't even close the door. They run in and run down the aisle and say, what must I do to know the Lord? There were people in Wales, the, the, the coal miners, the businesses shut down. Everything shut down because of, the, of the, the glory of the Lord. Right now, everything is shut down because of a bio thing that's causing terrorism all over the world. This is a time of terrorism. This is a time when the enemy has come in with his terror and his fear and he has imprisoned the people all over the world, the body of Christ alike. And even many who know the Lord, even many who, who have been walking with the Lord for many, many years, they are imprisoned by terror. This is not a time for fear. This is not a time for terror. The Bible says, God says in the Bible, I have not given you a spirit of fear. I have not given you this. I have not given you terror. I have not given you fear. I have not paralyzed you. This is the devil going as a roaring lion seeking whom, who can I kill today? Who can I? And he's doing a really bang up job of it today. But you and I, Faith must arise. Faith must come out. Faith must come forth. And we must begin to see by the eyes of faith the coming of the glory of the Lord. What is happening in the second heaven where all this war is going on and where the devil is doing his deal and all this? 
some of the, the body of Christ. They're having what they think are prophetic words and visions and dreams, and these are coming straight from the second heaven. They're coming straight from the devil, our enemy, and the Lord says, no, 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 go through the second heaven into the third heaven, into what is happening around the throne, and you will see the heavenly host, and you will see the, the host and the armies of God. I had a vision about the armies of God several years ago, seven, eight years ago, and I saw the horses and the chariots of fire and the, 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 the hosts of heaven as they were waiting upon the orders, the divine orders of the king of kings. All the, the power in the universe is not in the second heaven with the devil. It's in the third heaven with God. It is in the kingdom of heaven, which is inside of us, the kingdom of heaven. All power. Jesus said to the disciples, I give you all power. Well, are we full of all power while we're cringing and hiding behind doors? Somebody talked to me yesterday about, well, we're just going to all quit and we're going to stay safe for the next six months and what or however long it takes and, you know, we're going to just hide away from this. And I said, that reminds me of the 60s when everybody was building bomb shelters. And I kept thinking, even as a, as a child, I kept thinking, well, what's going to happen when they get in their bomb shelters? Maybe there's only one per town. Everybody else is going to want to get in there. What's going to happen? This is a crawl underground and hide from the world and I am telling you this is not the way to overcome in this hour. You and I will overcome by the word of our testimony, by the faith of God that moves mountains. This is the time for prophetic intercession. This is the time for us to consecrate and to prepare and to look forward with faith and to look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen because we have our eye not on this, 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 this intersection of the devil that's trying to say, oh, you're going to die and everything's going to be bad and the economies are all going to crash and oh, blah, 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 blah. He can't do anything but lie, lie, lie. He is the father of all lies. And if that's all you can see, then you're going to participate in a grief. Let me tell you, faith works both ways. If you have faith in the devil and you have faith in his works, then you have just agreed with him and given him power to do what he's doing. So we take our eyes off of the things which we see, of the things which the devil is accomplishing in the world, and we say, God, you are our source. You are our refuge. You are our strength. You are the king of all kings. You are the omnipotent one. You are the omniscient one. You have all power. You have all wisdom. You have all that we need in this hour. We covenant together with you not with what the devil is doing, not what we see on the, the news media that is, is controlled by the devil much of the time. We hear lies and lies and lies, but Holy Spirit came with power on the day of Pentecost and Jesus gave us Holy Spirit so that we would have the gift of discernment. You and I must have discernment in this hour. We must be able to say, we see this on the news and Holy Spirit speaks to us and we go, that's not the truth. There was just a, a, a prophetic a prophetic 
series of visions by a guy that's supposed to know the Lord and it was it was just the most depressing the most it in itself was a terroristic pronouncement seen by the last time I looked one million people on Facebook and this was not the Lord I am telling you if you saw this this was not the Lord the Lord that I know the Lord that we should all know he is a God of life he speaks life he is the way maker he makes a way where there is no way he doesn't tell people dreams and visions that tell them there is no hope that is not the Lord get out the gift of discernment buried down underneath all that fear and believe what the living God says about tomorrow Matthew 3 1 through 3 that's the repent that's the kingdom of heaven is God is 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 at hand that's the one crying in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord now I'm expecting an intersection I'm expecting a divine intersection I'm expecting the coming of glory not pie in the sky and the sweet by and by when we all get to heaven I'm talking about now I'm talking about in our world there is coming a divine miraculous move of the God of all gods the king of all kings and you and I need to set our gaze upon that you and I need to begin to watch you and I need to begin to consecrate ourselves get ready and prepare we need to prepare on the inside of ourselves we need to prepare with those in our sphere of influence we need to speak words of life we need to speak words of joy we need to speak words of righteousness we need to respond to people and respond to situations with the righteousness and the wisdom and the humility of the Lord we need to align ourselves my book kingdom alignment we need to align ourselves with the kingdom of heaven that is inside of us we need to shake off all this fear we need to shake off all of the devil's machinations all of the devil's desires all that the devil is in, attempting to do we need to shake all that off so Lord in the name of Jesus everyone Lord we cleave to you in this hour we believe you in this hour we believe your report in this hour we believe in your power in this hour we believe what you have said and we believe that your counsel and your word and your purposes will stand nothing nothing can stop the moving of the living God and so we thank you God for this hope that we have we thank you for it God we thank you we thank you for the hope the living hope that is inside of us as we approach a divine intersection of your glory give us strength to stand give us power to pray give us hope to watch for your glory we bless you God we bless you with all of our hearts and all of our being. We cleave to you in this hour.